Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hello. And today we're going to talk about the recent GW preview. We also uh, got the Drakari Codex and the Book of Rust. But first, as always, we like to talk about things we've done hobby-wise lately. And during the weekend of the con that was not... Amy and JF did their painting challenge. So, how did that go? So, first off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that we misnamed it pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because um, we we named it the speed painting challenge, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of us had any intention of doing this quick. No, <laughs> no, it was more of a marathon than a sprint, really. Yeah. Uh, we had something like almost 22 hours streamed um, over the course of two days, nice. which is a lot. Um, I I think I got probably about halfway through everything. Um, I did wind up with a pretty sweet looking Death Guard tank. Um, it is looking mighty I gotta nice. finish up the guns and then it's like done, done, and then I can like feel like I got something accomplished. Uh, I, but yeah, who? Yeah, I I got about fifty percent through, and I think it's the same thing for for Phil. I I think we all overestimated our capacity to do this by twice. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it was your fault for picking the power level, but I picked the power level based on the uh, approximate model count, based on the video I had seen of people <laughs> that had. Less ambitious, but more uh, evolved techniques than what we used. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you watched, you watched a dude, you watched a dude paint Ossiark Bone Reapers speed paint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I can do that. Dividends and <laughs> yeah, skeleton horde, and we're good to go. No problem. Yeah, I, and and the techniques of like the basically just a wash that you clean off with mineral spirits, like all very very quick things that yeah. we did not do. No, super now, did not. Do. All, all that said, I am still a hundred percent glad I did this oh, because yeah. I I'm not done with my power level, but I'm way advanced and. I like I, I see that the light at the end of the tunnel. Like this is gonna get done. It's gonna get done in the next few weeks, and, and then I can throw down with this. It's it was a really good way of getting a huge head start on that list. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm way close. Like I mean, I technically, like I technically have three colors on everything. I could put them on a table. They're not done, but I could legally place them on a table. You're you're yeah. battle ready. They. Uh... Ish. Eh, no, 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 no. They're 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 not get kicked out of the tournament, but right, received right. a lot of <laughs> they're, they're, disapproving they're, rounds. They're painted at a 
at a coffee table in the lobby of the hotel the night before the <laughs> tournament at Adepticon. Ready. That's about where there we you go. got. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so all in all, I mean, and, and we, 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 I feel like we had a lot of fun on on the stream chatting. Uh, one one of the things that we did, we, we went through like our favorite memories of Depticon. We had a few people, quite a few people, drop by and just yeah. chit chat about about the painting, about the convention. So like it's it's not like we gathered crowds, it knocked our challenge out of the park. Like, all in all, every individual facet of this was a failure, except for the single most important one, which was, did we have fun? And I, I, I did, anyways. I did. It was very fun. It got a little crazy there by the end. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's weird because at the end I was doing uh, touch-ups on my turquoise for my for my turnips, and I I finished those touch-ups that were incomplete Sunday night earlier this week. And it went about five times faster now that I was rested, even though it was after work. It's so also harder clearly to on paint. Sunday night I was just done. It's also harder to paint on stream. Like it's yeah. just you're thinking about way more things, so it's like an added level of stress. Yeah, we're yeah, but it's fine. No, I suppose. I suppose so. <laughs> it's like one more thing. What about you, Matt? Yeah, Wait, always... Have you been doing hobby stuff? Yeah. Um. Unfortunately not. I I've been working a lot, so I did not get a chance to do anything, which is why I did not hop in and, and see how it was going. Although I wish I had now, but I am glad to hear you guys got at least you know half done. That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I and it was nice. I'm sure it was nice just to do something in, in place of Adepticon. It was. Anyway. It was instead of just sitting around being like. <laughs> uh, see that's what i did while i was working i was sitting there, by. Uh, i would be off right now but... <laughs> well that's wasn't that like the hardest thing this week is just receiving notifications about hey you should get ready to it for adepticon oh you're leaving for adepticon today yeah or seeing like facebook reminders with photos that, hey last year like two years ago you were doing this cool things at these cool events like oh shut up yeah all those memories all those <laughs> all those memories popped up this week and, mm. but i did check and my airline credit is good till the end of 2022 so that's good yeah buddy i didn't realize they extended i was like oh shoot i should check on that because i thought it was end of 2021 but they did extend it so. so, had a bunch of fun. We're probably going to redo uh, something similar at some point. Mm. Um, probably, like, reformat it so that it fits better what we can and can't accomplish, or at least, you know, adjust our expectations of what the weekend will give us. Yeah. Uh, I think we also talked about maybe at some point doing a 24-hour stream, like, maybe pick one model and try to get through it, or, oh, or a cool. war band, or something like that. yeah. Like, like, very beginning to very end, like, go through the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a character yeah, or something like that. Exactly. And make it, like, more about the length of time rather than, like, yeah, the amount accomplished. Yeah. Exactly. Which which could be, like, a lot of fun. Like, I, I, I think, in my opinion, and, and this is, like, all about uh, Amy's streaming, because I'm, I'm not the one streaming. Like, I've got a setup, but, mostly, uh, but for, for, for her to have content, so... But yeah, I'll, I'll let her organize this. <laughs> well, I think no was canceled, right? So that gives you another weekend to yeah. throw something in there. But yeah, I'll have to see if I can if I can hop on the next one. Hopefully, I won't have to work. 
Well, we did get a the Faith and Damnation preview. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing to say about that one. <laughs> nothing at all. Huh? Well, I have no. I have no opinion. Like, I've <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> Saw lots of lots of good stuff. First thing up was the uh, the sort of I guess revamped uh, vampire accounts, right? Soul Blight Grave Lords. I love these guys. Uh, oh, I I don't want to, but I do. I know. I didn't either. Like I was. So I have a, a Magikin army for Age of Sigmar. I only have one army, and as soon as I saw these guys, I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fine. <laughs> You're only I, fine because I, of what happened at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be in it with us. <laughs> if it wasn't for but that. But they stole you away from us. <laughs> I mean, they're fine. Uh, no, no, okay, okay. Listen. listen. So, Undead is something I was actually doing a long time ago, like for fantasy, yeah. um, back in back in the t- days of Square Bases. Yeah, me too. I have a lot of like I, I have some like twenty painted uh, ghouls. I've got a bunch of models built and primed and ready to be painted that have been sitting in foam for ever. Yeah. <laughs> so it. There, there's definitely something, and I do love the new models. Like, and, and what I like the best about these new models is that they feel thematically exactly like they would almost fit with the old stuff. Just they just look better. They're just more more detailed versions of what used to be there. So it's it's all super cool and super great. But I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> You're saving my toe back into there. It's it's mostly because there's other things in yeah. uh, in Age of Sigmar that have caught my attention since then. Yeah, I'm Definitely. I'm not letting that go. I'm uh I'm I'm digging the zombies. Finally, we got some new zombies from Games Workshop, which is nice and good detail. Quite very, very characterful. See how they all died, which is great. And yeah, no, you're right, though. I mean, they do... I mean, skeletons are kind of... They're skeletons, right? So if you throw some of the older ones in there, it'll me- me- uh, mesh up nicely. If you go too old, though... Oh, oh yeah, then you get, like, the weird huge hands and... Weird, weird hands, like the the, the 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 bony... The big knobby shoulders. Yeah. They're, yeah. But there, there are some kind of like in the midway between those and the, 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 the these new ones that are coming out that will kind of fit it's nicely, serious. especially the mountain dudes. Yeah. I, uh, that was my first commission was, uh, the old undead army box from like 1994 or something like that. Oh my, you're old. I am. I'll be 40 this year. Look at me. I'm older. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But still, uh, and we got to see some more undead for Dire Chasm. Kanan's Reapers. This is like a, a neat little unit. Uh, again, very character for models, as we come to expect from Underworlds. They're a little bit too smiley for me. Like, I mean, the big guy with the big axe is, is cool. It's fine. Paint him metallics, and he's a, he'd make a cool Necron, I suppose. But uh, some of the other ones are just too too grinny. I don't know. Well, and they weird. do. I think you gonna have a point. They do look a lot more Necroni than uh, you know the, the typical undead we see in, in Age of Sigmar. 
Which, which I suppose is supposed to be part of what we're we're expecting. Like they're not supposed to be this typical um, undead. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I mean, they're 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 fine. I would have liked to see what their shields look like. Um, but we'll we'll, we'll get that eventually. <laughs> I'd have to I have to read the lore to understand why you've got standard skeletons and then you've got inverted like yeah. Your typical skeleton is endoskeleton, and these guys are exoskeletal. And it's, I, I'm sure there's like a cool reason, like these are actual constructs or some, something like that. I'm, I'm, I, I guess without the background, it's a little off-putting. Yeah, they do, like, like I was saying before, they do look a little like weird. It'll be interesting to see what their background is, though, as we get closer to, to their release. And. Um, we also get to see the Redemptionists for Necromunda, so continuing uh, bringing those old gangs back. I think these guys look really cool. Uh, they'll fit right into a Sisters of Battle Army as preachers, if, if need be. Oh, definitely. This is, this is funny because those Redemptionists, um, back when I started playing miniature miniatures in, in general, when I was a child in my very early teens, Redemptionists, Metal Redemptionists is one of the first times uh, between me and my brother that one of us painted something well, and it wasn't me. His his Redemptionists for the time and for, for, for the age we had were absolutely exceptional. Very very comparable to what you'd see on uh, on a on the box, so it, it's fun to see them pop up again. But it also creates this looming threat of the like my my Achilles heel as far <laughs> as um, as Necromunda's concerned is the Spirers. Oh yeah, and Spirers yeah, yeah. were already kind of neat just because they were so different. But their whole background is the idea that they like they 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 use a lot of unlicensed Xenos tech, like unsanctioned stuff. And back then, un <laughs> unauthorized Xenos technology was just a bunch of things that didn't relate to anything else. Like it wasn't like uh, you you they had references to things here and there, but you couldn't really identify see, a, a splinter cannon or um, a, you know, a fire warrior's helmet or anything like that. But because of the Inquisitor that we've seen, like the Ordo Xenos Inquisitor with her little dragon mm -hmm. and her uh, her splinter rifle, and the, the the way they've been using, like you can recognize other technology and uh, other alien technology in some of the like Ludas and, and Orc reclaimed tech it feels like if they were to redo spirers they would definitely lean into that for the models a lot more and we could see some incredibly cool stuff which would be a problem because i don't <laughs> have time for necromunda it'll yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they do because i you know from playing Nec original necromunda spires were always one of those like they were they were a little um, unbalanced, right? But they were still, I mean, they're really cool models and just how they fit into the story, like you were saying, using the unlicensed Xenotech, even though they were spoiled rich kids who just wanted something to do. But um, they were really neat models. And hopefully, mm -hmm. I think after Redemptionist, I don't know, I mean, what was what's left? Probably the... Uh, the Ratskins. Yeah, I was going to say Ratskins and Scabies, and then you get the Spires. So hopefully they'll keep going. I I think I think the, the spires are sufficiently 
part of the the Necromunda oh, yeah. DNA that it it would be weird for them not to have them. Yeah. I've I've mostly been uh, one of the things that really attracted my attention recently for Necromunda is the the Water Guild. And the idea of just picking another ga- gang and and some water guild models and just having them just be this water themed um, gang to play it's it's all so very attractive and I don't I don't think that's good. Well, that's what's great about you know what they're doing now with Necromunda or uh, Dire Chasm. You know, it's just it's a small number of really characterful models that you can use. Rather than, uh, yeah, and that's what makes it so attractive, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a, a gang is what ten models. That's easy. Anybody can get ten models. That's let's get. That's, it's a unit. Exactly. <sighs> I, I I think the worst thing that could happen is somehow because they they did also announce a new box, Hivor, that yeah. uh, come with Escher and the Lackey Gang, which are two of my favorite gangs uh, outside of Spires. Yep. There are two <laughs> gangs that would look great painted uh, for the Water Guild, especially the Escher, which are rumored to work with the Water Guild a lot. Um, and like, if, if for any reason a, a box of uh, a box like that were to end up end up in my hands, <laughs> I there's I would not have, have no longer any excuses not to. And that's that's not great. I like that box too, cause you know they're this one is more of the the zone, mortalis stuff where it's more corridors and in hallways as compared to the their last box set, which uh, if I recall correctly was more elevated terrain. It's it's funny because that's actually the one disappointment is I what makes Necromunda stand out from from forty k and even from. Um, Kill Team, although Kill Team does make it, 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 it does give it the old you know college try. Uh, Necromunda's always been better at incorporating heights yeah. into the game, and well, here's the version of Necromunda does does not do that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it'll. I wonder. Um, I mean, I assume that the core rulebook will solve the the rules for both. I just like. I think you get they can put. They can offset the cost of the box better if they do this kind of terrain, right? Because the the height stuff tends to oh, get a little expensive. But. Yeah, no, no, I I, I I agree with the the packaging and marketing decision yeah. behind it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying that if you're going to play Necromunda, you know, oh yeah, you yeah. has to eventually. Yeah, definitely. And I assume I assume it does. Like it, it, the the way it's got like the the rule book that seems to come with the box set seems to be a core rule book. So mm-hmm. I assume it has everything you need to do whatever. Although they, they do describe it as an 100, what's 104 page introductory rule book. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'll still assume it's got all the rules and they mean introductory in the sense that it doesn't have any of the expansion rules. Fine. Sure. Okay. They did do, um, I picked it up last time, right after they released all the core gangs. Right, they did a really nice, mm-hmm. like, comprehensive rulebook that had everything in it. Because they were doing this, like, the supplement kind of thing for a while, where there was a, you know, a book for just the Delac gang or just the uh, Orlock or something like that. But then they they combined it all into one book, and that was a really nice, uh, typical rulebook cost too. So it was a nice, nice little package to get everything in. Yeah, at one point, like, it's. 
the, those gangs are so cool looking. Yeah. Like you, it feels tempting to just use the malls to make a, a 40k army. Is but what? Uh, they're, they're all humans. Like it would just have to be like variants on Imperial Guard. Which, yeah, like a Penal uh, Legion themed army or something like that. So, right, yeah. I mean, Goliaths would definitely Goliath and Eshers would definitely lean themselves to that. Yeah. Black the gang does some amazing cultists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's there's plenty to do. Hmm. Oh well. So so much 40k. So little. <laughs> I know, right? Dang these these real world job things. Yeah. Speaking of 40k, um, then we get a bunch of 40k content. Yes, starting with a new unit for the upcoming Mechanicum Codex. Yay! I <laughs> I play Mechanicum, so I'm jazzed. Different Skitari. That they seem pretty neat. Um, seems to be more uh, like close combat oriented. Hopefully, they have the. Uh, just a game balance wise has have the stats points to go with it, but they're pretty good, you know, uh, handling that. So, um, I mean, I'm excited for a good just mechanic is, is, well, is it, that one army that I always keep in the back of my head. Like if I had the time, I, I don't, but I do have a fairly <laughs> large mechanicum army just that I've accumulated through slow attrition. Yeah. The the thing with the, the, this guy is like because all the other uh, HQ choices are uh, variations on tech priests, which are very machine oriented, as one would surmise. Yep. So it leaves a lot of the Skateri models and units kind of in the dust without having like you can't do a pure Skateri army. But this dude opens up the idea of having an HQ. Like judging by his equipment, I don't think he does much on his own. <laughs> No, probably not. He doesn't look uh, like no no one's going toe to toe with a skateri with a fancy <laughs> baton going. Yeah, this is going to be this is risky. Like you're not throwing your uh, your space marine uh, chapter master against this guy with with any fear. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming he's there to like offer leadership, offer buffs, yeah. and, and basically all just unlock the idea of of having a skateri heavy or skateri only uh, force. And I, I'm down with that. Oh and yeah, definitely. It's a cool looking model. And it just I like you know that they're they giving that option to more armies now, right? Is is you can run that like you're saying like a skateri army which you couldn't do before or. Um, you know, like the way that the Jukari Codex came out, which we'll talk about a little bit, but just how you can do it, you know, focused on patrols and stuff like that. So I like, and, and I like let, the options we're getting. And let's remember, before there used to be a time where the Skateri and the Adeptus Mechanicus were two separate codecs. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to remember, but I don't think the Skateri had much of an HQ, or if they had an HQ, it was a tech priest. Like, I'd have to go dig. Like, I, I probably still have the book somewhere. Uh, books, sorry, because I paid twice for the same, <laughs> for what should have been one codex. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's kind of weird to see them go back to Skateris and say, ah, I guess they can now, now that they're no longer their own thing, maybe we should give them their own HQ. Is this... Is this in a, in a way, like, I'm super down for it, but also, what a weird flex. <laughs> we also get to see the, the another Sisters of Battle release, um, another tank coming out, the Castigator, which seems to be, uh, looks just throwing a lot of shells down range of the enemy, which is, is good. I like it. It looks pretty neat. Yeah. Um... Uh, um... There, there's there, there is another gun option. I'm disappointing. There's no like 
super heavy flamer option because yeah. it's such such it's such a sister's thing. I'm wondering if if they'll do. I mean, because we've even just this last week we get to see another individual model. So I like that they're expanding on the range more than just the initial codex because there's a lot of things we're looking for, like a flyer or in this case, you know, another tank. I'm wondering if there'll be another another tank chassis. Um, I don't know if there's going to be another tank, but I am almost 100% convinced there's going to be another model. Yes. Here's here's what I feel is going to happen. First of all, I need to acknowledge the fact that on the 40K Radio Facebook page, um, we put the teaser image, and someone said, it's going to be a sister's predator. And my initial reaction was, that is silly. Of course not. It's going to be something else. It's going to be like on a rhino chassis. It's going to be like a basically like an an emulator, but more or something like that. And there there was a a definite from previous. I can't remember the the name of the tank, but there was definitely a candidate of another tank that could have been used. Mm -hmm. And 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 the 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 person I should dig up their name, but they were one hundred percent right. It was (laughs) this is a sisters of battle adeptus sororitas predator. It's got the spawn stones. It's got the big turret. It's got everything. So, I'm I'm eating crow. I'm I got it. Fine. I was wrong. But the way I think this is gonna go down is we've had a preview for those walker the palins the what were they called again? Yeah, the uh, Palantine walkers, I think. Palantine walkers. I am probably not. We're, we're probably both wrong. Um, and now we're getting this tank, and I feel like this feels like an effort to fluff up the list, uh, mm. the Sisters of Battle list. Yeah. Because when it came out, the new codex came out, and there was really no. Like, there were a couple of new units, kind of like in the dual kit that for the, the Seraphims had Seraphims or like close combat versions of themselves. Yeah. Yep. Um, but not a lot of very, very new stuff. So, and this, this looks like this is their chance to give us this new stuff, like this tank that we've never really seen before. There's walkers or war suits that we've never seen before. I'm not saying like that we're going to get a flyer. That would be cool. It's what I would want to see, but we're definitely going to probably see a third model just because like rule of three feels like there's a, there's a certain, symmetry to going like one two three punch so i feel that the next time they have an announcement they'll be announcing the codex and a third model to sort of flesh out this list or if it's not a third model it's like if there's more than a third model they're going to announce all of this on on the third punch like like a three-act structure if you will so we did uh just couple days ago on monday see a preview for another model which is basically the way they described is basically the sisters of battle chaplain um Mm -hmm. serves the same role so yeah so one more like big reveal um and maybe yeah a a couple more different characters sprinkled in or something but yeah i don't feel characters really no they don't um, embody like they did Characters, much like the Skitari HQ there, although Skitari HQ is, is kind of a game changer because of what it opens up for the list. Um, at, at the same time, I, I, I feel I don't feel that's what we're talking about. Like we're talking about really big splash models. Yeah, yeah. And then I think what is your favorite part of the preview? Oh man! So okay. The first army I did for Adepticon a long time ago, this is over a decade ago, um, 
was an orc army. This is back in the day where you could just kit out a, a unit of knob bikers and have them beat a Death Star. It was the, the dumbest, easiest, cheesy, cheesiest way to play orcs. We did some ice orcs. It was great. It was super fun. People hated our list, but we were. I was so terrible as a general that we were still fun to play against. Um, and like my incompetence balanced for the cheesy <laughs> list. And I, I really got into orcs. Uh, we had like a crashed, uh, a crashed plane, which ten years ago you'll remember that means we had a Forge World plane yeah. on our table, which I kind of salvaged. Like we'd build a table in a way that I could take out the plane, repaint it correctly, and use it in actual games. Uh, and I started buying like killer cans and and other bikes. Like I, I started really building up this list because I was really into orcs. And eventually, because I was also doing, I was doing. From that point on, I did another eight um, team tournament at Adepticon. I was accumulating all these other armies, and, and I kind of left the orcs falling by the wayside and sort of decided, you know what, I can't, I'm not going to be able to revisit this army. Like it, It's 10 years old, the painting is, eh, it's, it's, it's got a very specific theme that I'm not sure I want to go back to too much. It's the same color as my Terranids. So what I did is I started in, in a way like I'm, I'm starting to sell and give away armies that I'm not using. So I, I, I know Amy is really big into orcs. So I said, do you want my orcs? And just gave her the orcs. And I thought, you know what? This is it. This is the first part of my 12-step program. I am going sober. I am I'm cutting myself <laughs> off from the orcs. And then, then they gave you a hit. this stupid preview. Ah, oh, this dumb, gorgeous, wonderful, terrible preview just grabs me right back in. And, and okay, so they showed they showed us this little video about the beast snagas, mm -hmm. which are essentially a, like their their new, cleaner, more fluffy version of a feral or. And man, I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm back. Like I'm in. Like I, I, they showed us one model. I don't care. Like, it's, it's it. I'm. I'm down. Um, <laughs> I mean, so basically, what what are you guys? For a while now. You got we got an orc riding a squig with a with a grot sidekick on there ready to hit somebody in the face. It's it's fantastic. I I mean I love orcs. On a long enough timeline, I'll have orcs in every faction I have. Um, don't have 40k, and I had a fantasy army, but I got rid of it. But I have like an orc army for Epic and Warmaster, you know, all those other games. And this just is another, even more exciting thing to see with the orcs. Like this, this is like October, but like awesome. Hopefully this year. This checks so cavalry, which is always 40k, just because it makes so sense. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> at it's not the old feral because the old feral orcs were a little too feral in the way yeah. that they did not fit the setting. These guys feel 40 orcs because these technology, improvised armor, they're just like they still got the. They're still riding beasts. They, they kind of shun vehicles. Um, it's, it's, it's a squig that looks absolutely stupid, which is great. There's just kind of armor as 
Horizon Zero Dawn kind of aesthetic to it, which I'm absolutely down yeah. for. And most of all, like I, I don't know why what it is about this kind of scenario that we see over and over again in orc models. Orc doing things where they're grot buddies. Yeah, I, there's something about orcs and their grot buddies that I just cannot freaking resist. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we had a, um, a we had riding an, an orc riding a uh, um, turned harpy. Oh, nice. As part of our theme, and he had his own, he had his own uh, grog buddy on there, and it was the best. <laughs> so, <laughs> and there's just something I, like I, about about like you said, grots and nerglings, right? Just hanging out with with on a model somewhere. <laughs> because they look so wonderfully dumb. Yeah. They, <laughs> what I like about about especially grots, like nerglings, are very kind of like pests. Like they're they're little parasites that hang around and they're funny and they're cool but grots have an ambition to them yeah they yeah. have this delusional ambition that they somehow contribute to things yeah and i find yeah. it so wonderful or orcs it's are the best thing. it's like the most positive thing in the world orcs are their big brothers they're trying to impress that's pretty much what it comes down to <laughs> exactly meanwhile the orcs speak of the grots mostly as potential snacks yep yep exactly grease <laughs> gears i don't know it's just so great like so this entire pack is just already super cool and then there's of course I mean, because the orc mentality is one of the things that's the most attractive about that is that usually like the the, the whole uh, the whole philo- their whole philosophy of um ne- never like they, they're never defeated because right. if they run it's just so they can have another fight if they died well they died in combat so that's its own kind of victory like they the the um the, the, there's this Eldar philosopher that describes the orc mentality as like has, as them having figured out their role in the galaxy and like other races looking at it as, as being like dismissing it as crude when it's actually kind of there's a purity to it. Yeah. But these guys kind of go because they shot the video clear that they don't care about trucks and vehicles. Yeah. Like they got they got their weird squeaky mounts. And the whole thing is just like the the absolute joy and pride of destroying big machines. Yeah, that's yeah. so fantastic. And basically, these 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 they have this hunter mentality of wanting to kill big things. And if you take technology, they could probably be hunting like huge mammoths. Like they're these absolute hunter. Like they like taking things. The word there's it's like, so of course they're gonna go after things. It's and I I'm I'm down for that. There's a craziness. I'm gonna get on a mound. I'm gonna take his spear and I'm gonna go destroy this absolute giant robot because that's the thing to do. And why does it work? Because they're orcs and they believe it does. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Uh, so I, I'm already like 200 percent in. I my 
I've, I'm shifting my entire modeling schedule in <laughs> preparation for this. I want to get rid, like, I want to get rid of as much as my uh, gray mountain of shame as possible, yeah. so that when these things hit, I can, I can go in with absolute purity. And, yeah. and the night, this is gonna be an entirely new army for me. I'm not just grabbing models like my Tyranids and just creating a new list based on something I already have. This is these are guys are completely new. Um, I'm, I'm me and my brother are gonna do a campaign for it. Awesome. Hopefully, there's a campaign that comes out for these guys. He's doing like he's doing his own kind of a Tyranid thing. That's well, I'll, I'll wait until like we're further down the road, but it's it's really cool and matches very well what we're gonna do. So uh, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. And you can see in some of the sketches that they they're they're going to have like these chariots with yeah. guns on them <laughs> and more grots. The, the 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 leader has like all these bones and skulls from whatever gigantormous creature he's killed. He seems to have a targeting squig with its <laughs> own little machine yeah. gun on his shoulder, which is the best. <laughs> like the, the only thing that can possibly top a grot is having a targeting squig with you. Right. Like everything about this is amazing. It is the orkiest orcs ever. So yeah. I'm I'm super jazzed, Matt. I have a problem. It'll be awesome to see, you know, what else what else comes along with this and it hope you know, hope I imagine it will coincide with a, some sort of codex which should get some good crusade rules for them too, which should be awesome. Well no, absolutely. I mean whenever this is this is what's kind of fun about this year. Uh, is that we we know that whenever they're showing us models for something, is this oh, okay? The, this is the, the the first echoes like the these are the ripples in the water glass telling us that the the the, the codex is on its way. So like the, yeah. the same way when we saw those Palatine war suits, now we're seeing this uh, this this tank for the Sisters of Battle. We know that this is because their codex is on it. And cool, absolutely awesome. So, but I'm I'm hoping that we get like it, it looks like we're gonna get at least from this. We're gonna get this cavalry. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get this HQ, which looks kind of massive, and I'm down for it. And we're we're clearly we're obviously gonna get this chariot. Yeah. Um, the rest of the stuff that we see in the sketches are things that already exist, like the weird boy, and we although we could use a new weird boy, that wouldn't kill anyone, would it? <laughs> but also some boys and so, so the rest it seems like the rest of the army that's going to work with these guys already exists it's just like yeah. mostly probably going to lean on the non-vehicle thing but it opens the door for so many cool things in the future and I hate to admit but man if I do this army there's a gargantuan squig on the floor oh, website I know. I know. calling my name <laughs> I know because it dope <laughs> And, and yeah, so in the in the initial 40k preview, you know, back last year, we saw what looked like a new orc boy. So it, it feels like in I mean, orcs haven't they got those new those new buggies when they did uh, the Speed Freaks box game, but they haven't really seen too much of an overhaul in a while. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if it's another uh, bigger sort of release. Yeah, and and we've seen like a couple of things like the, the in uh, in the rumor engines we saw like a while back this kind of uh, this this weird skull that we didn't know where it goes and it looks like it's probably that shoulder skull from from that war boss. Yeah, and we saw these really we saw these clearly orc uh, claws, but they had these weird kind of um, circular holes in it. 
and it felt like it looks orc because it's orc, but we've never we had never seen orc claws like this. But if you look at the sketches for for the for the beast snaggers, that's clearly where this comes from. So this is stuff that we've already kind of seen in the rumor engine. Yeah. So we're 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 definitely like. This is definitely something that it has been building up, and yeah, we we may get the October. Like, it would be great if they did this as an October thing. Give us the October we didn't get last time. Also, give us uh, give us some proper freaking plastic uh, death coptas, because seriously. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I'm super excited for this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I took the single image of that one model into Photoshop cut it apart per color and started testing color schemes because <laughs> that would be crazy. We don't know what this army is going to be like yet, so that's kind of like a step too far. But maybe I did that. Uh, there's there's nothing wrong with being prepared. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited, Matt. Yeah, that's I that's it's going to be awesome. And I'm ah, what I like so what I like that we're seeing now is so you know Sisters was a big one right with the like a whole army redo but it looks like the orcs are from what we've seen so far getting a decent amount of new models or you know reworking older kits and then somebody like um, you know the Jukari which just came out you know they got one or two new units but their stuff has been updated fairly recently so I'm glad to see they're putting in the time because that makes me even more excited for things like Tyranids and Craft Worlds right. When they yeah, get to those, yeah. and and that's the thing, like because we're starting to see what the gold standard is for really cool codexes. Like we were talking earlier about the Adeptus Mechanicus, like we say we we mentioned they're getting this new HQ, but I mean they're also getting the new codex. Um, and and th- what's great about the Adeptus Mechanicus, the one really good silver lining of them coming out with both the Mechanicum and the Skateria as two separate codexes and model ranges is that when they did combine them into a single book, that book was chock full. It became a very full range. This isn't like the Harlequins. Harlequins, which are extremely uh, anemic as far as a force. And let's not even talk about the, like, the three model wonder that are the Yanari. <laughs> so we're noticing that this is kind of like the gold standard. This is what we want. Like you want a, a codex, a craft world codex that has a bazillion options. You want space Marines. You want Adeptus Mechaniscus. You want these extremely rich codexes like the orcs already have. And, and, and just so that people can not just like they, when they buy a codex, they're not just buying the possibility for one army, but they can go in different branches, different, different categories, and they don't feel restrained by their choice. Yeah, definitely, and and you know even even the small stuff like like you know like we were saying about the the new HQ for the mechanic, and at least you know they're putting th- more thought into what they're doing. It feels like you know Eighth Edition had a lot of thought put in, into it. Seems like Ninth is pushing that even further, which is great. Yeah, and I mean we're we're probably going to talk about it very briefly, but because we keep talking about it, like the same thing over and over for every codex, but the inclusion of having like specific crusade rules for everyone in the army to make them more flavorful, um, just it just adds to that. Like it makes you like normally I wouldn't necessarily anticipate the Adeptus Mechanicus codex that much because apart from like I I know all these units already apart from point cost 
adjustment, maybe a couple of rule tweaks. Like I normally, I would feel like I, this is just my my player tax. Like, oh, I have to pay so I'm up to date with the, the rules. Yay! Yeah. No, no. Now I'm actually looking forward to it because I own a sizable Adeptus Mechanicus force. Getting those Crusade rules means that I can take what I already own and 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 build from that as a Crusade force and play the game. And that's that's a lot more exciting than just feeling like I have to buy this so I have the like, I am buying this so I have the rules like the crusade rules but you know what I mean like it, it oh, opens yeah. up yeah. doors for me to play the new and old things in new ways speaking of old things in new ways that was the end of, that was everything we saw in the preview uh, but Games Workshop did very kindly send us a copy of the Drew Carey Codex now I what, gave this one a good look because being the first non-marine, which I mean, you know, marines and even you know, to an extent, chaos marines are sort of games workshops, uh, you know, bread and butter. They're they're included in the starter sets, and um, so obviously their codexes, you know, put a lot of detail in it. They're pretty big and they're very nice. So being the first, you know, Xenos uh, codex, I thought they did a a great job. Like they put just as much effort into this as they did all the marine codexes they did. Now, here's the thing, right? I am happy with the codex because of the rules and everything. Like, again, like going back, like those crusade things, very interesting. Um, especially for, uh, I mean, one of the things that's always been interesting, the, 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 the Dark Eldars or Drukhari have always been one of those, like, they were one of the first armies that kind of stepped out of the, the most, a lot of the normal mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, power from pain, the, the like the, uh, the the drugs that they use, like all of this was were rules that you didn't really see in other armies all that much, and they've always had also this kind of very slightly different kind of fluff mechanic to them. The fact that they're raiding parties, they're kind of like these webway pirates. So seeing how they work out for crusades was extremely interesting to me, but. Disappointing that they only get what one new model, just get Lilith. Yeah, they did just get the new Lilith. Um, which, but I, you know, but last, last, well, end of eight, they did get the new Incubi and the new um, Drazari Master Blades. Mm. And I think compared to other armies, you know, a lot of their they did get a, an update fairly recently. I mean, you know, of course, nothing beats out Marines for the frequency of updates, but they. I wasn't it seventh edition. They got uh, a new line, or that might have, was that sixth? I don't recall. Um, I, f- I think it was fifth or sixth. Hmm. When they did get their revamp, what a revamp! Oh my god, yeah, they did get a few models too. Like, yeah, they, 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 they are the absolute like this is this is when you want to redo an army. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. I am cool. I was just kind of, I was kind of hoping yeah. like, they have a couple of things that would have been really neat to see, like have plastic malls and maybe expand upon, like the Beast Masters. Um, are grotesques now um, plastic? Not sure. Not sure. I, I just feel like, I I just feel that there's there's a couple of things that needed to be rounded out. I mean, they already started. I completely agree. Like the 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 um. They already started with with the incubi, but there's like a couple of things like that, that are still like fine cast models I would have liked to see brought yeah. up to today's standards and maybe expand on the rules for them at the same time. 
So in that sense, it's a little bit of a disappointment as a first outing for a ninth edition Xenos Codex. It doesn't exactly explode onto onto the scene. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um, I'm you know I always wonder now just with the way eighth ran and ninth ran are, you know, are we in in six months they're gonna do something where they release a couple new units and it's just like uh, in a box set, right? And see, there's an update, but um, I'm hoping, you know, because it was redone so recent, you know, in fairly recent times compared to other other armies, that maybe that's why they didn't get as much at this point. Um, I do like that, you know, you can still do a uh, a cabal or a witch cult or a homunculus coven. You know, those are all they have rules for all that stuff in in the codex. Um, Power from Pain is back, and um, I liked what they did with sort of messing with the way that you build your army too, right? So you can take uh, patrols, and rather than you know a ninth edition now, you spend points to get additional attachments. But if you take, I think it's three patrols, it ends out to uh, you start with like more command points than you would normally at two thousand points. Which is very interesting because it's one of those things that really emphasizes the the theme of the army. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's a uh... so yeah no I, rules wise I'm I'm very impressed yeah. and satisfied. Yeah, and the, the crusade rules again as always uh, they're really doing a good job with those. But no, I I do see what you're saying though that they I mean they could have maybe used one or two new units right because really like you said they just did get a re a couple of resculpts recently so. Hmm. And of course, always waiting for like the a huge void beast or something. I'm, I'm still I'm still waiting for every army to have their their huge model, right? I feel that of all the armies, this is the one that lends itself probably the least to it, though. Like I like the yeah. idea of a void beast, like having like leaning into the beast masters, like having this kind of four faction, like you've got inc you you've got you've got your uh, your cat cabalites, you've got your witch cults, you've got your homunculi, and then having like the beast masters kind of like be their own thing. That that would be a model to have a void beast or uh, some kind of weird webway monster. I, w I wouldn't be against that. Uh, yeah, I think the I w I don't know if Forgel still has it, but they had did have that huge tank too, or the huge kind of like it was almost like a sail barge like from star the wars tantalus 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 whatever um yeah no, it's a gorgeous model i have one <laughs> i just don't i bought it like i think i had credits or something i just <laughs> bought it like on the on a That's whim so thinking, yeah i'm totally gonna use this I'm like i'm never gonna do dark Eldar, but i really want to do that one model so i may just do it as a showpiece yeah, that's a really nice model. It would have been interesting to, you know, see something like that, get a plastic kit as their as their big kit or something, but not yet. Um, they still have, they do have their flyers and stuff though, but yeah, it would have been nice to see something else. But as far as I mean, as, as this... far as rules goes, you know, good good codex. And, and anything particular about the rules that stand out to you? Like, because you, you said you went through them probably a lot more than I did. I just thought that, you know, the, the patrols and how it emphasized, like you were saying, right, the, the theme of the army and that they still have it so you can run the three different cults and that those are still, you know, based on what you can take, you know, legitimate armies that you can have, which I thought was really nice, right? You're not, 
um, sort of pigeonholing towards one thing. Almost kind of like with Space Marines where they have the different marks of armor now, like the Phobos armor and the uh, regular Primaris guys. You know, it's it's good to see that they're they're spreading stuff out a little bit more and giving you more options, which seem, at least on paper, to be comparably equal, right? You're not going to be hurting yourself by taking one over the other. Yeah, which which is good. Like, I'm, I'm hoping we see that more and more into codexes. You know, like, I know I'm stepping a bit, bit away from the subject, but you know which codex I'm really eager to see if they're going to add more models to? And I have, like, I have theory. Like, I have this kind of this weird wish. Um, but I'd like to see what they're going to do with the Inari. Like, are, are they going to give us a book for three models again? Yeah. Or are we... Like, first of all, are they getting a codex? Um, I'm, I'm kind of hoping so. We know that they built the uh, the Banshee so that it can build, be built as Yanari Banshee. So that's kind of exciting, the idea that some some kits uh, are, are suited specifically for that army. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm... And you could, you want to hear, like, it's not... This is not a theory. This is kind of more like a Blue Sky dream, dreaming yeah. on my part. So I was talking, I was talking to Amy about this. So... We're uh, we're getting a um, we're getting a, an animated short called the Exodite, which there's going to be an Exodite apparently, which is very exciting. Um, I'm I'm very happy about it from a game gameplay stance because there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to get an Exodite model out of this. We're not. I don't think we're getting an army. That would be great. It's not impossible, but I don't think it's very likely. However, I do see them putting out like a model with like some rules, and it's gonna have the Eldari um, keyword, and you can probably use it with all all your little pointy uh, pointy-eared space people, and and that's gonna be great. But I think it's also gonna uh, allow them to expand on the Exodite background, and this this is this is where this is where I have this weird wish. All right, so follow me down this dumb <laughs> rabbit hole. This this is this is where my brain goes when it sits idle too long. So we haven't heard about the Exodites a lot in the intervening some like ten thousand years since the fall. We know they went to their crone world. They had their infinity circuit surrogate, like their world stones or whatever they call it, that collects their souls when they die so that they don't fall into the clutches of Slanesh or whatever. Like they have their own, own thing, but we never really hear about Exodites in, in large quantities doing anything, impacting the setting. There might be mentions in this, mentions here and there in a the novel, but nothing really that just jumps out. Like, to the point where we got an entirely brand spanking new um, Eldari faction just pop out of nowhere going, hello, and but not the Exodites. So <laughs> what if the Exodites are, for the majority, all dead? I mean, that's mm. a good way of kind of quote-unquote getting rid of it and explaining why they haven't been active in the 40k lore all that much for basically the entire thing. Yeah. Now, oh, that would be a tragedy, correct? I mean, oh, well, what's the point of, like, saying Exodite if all you're doing is just killing them and getting rid of them? Well, look at it this way. What if you're another faction of Eldari who um, have this trick where you bring back the dead... And you're going from just being three dudes 
but you want to move from that to being a standing army, like a gala- galaxy-spanning military force. Well, you would need to find a lot of dead, all mm-hmm. stored away safely <laughs> somewhere that Slanesh can't get them. So what if you just go to a crone world and just raise a bunch of exodites <laughs> to be a bunch of... And this is where it gets appealing to me who like... Like, I don't like necessarily silly stuff, but if we're going to do 40K, if you look at the 40K universe, a lot of it is some very far-fetched random keywords out tossed together to create something cool. But if you can have some undead dinosaur riding space elves... <laughs> added to the 40k lore i wouldn't be against it i like it i like it that and that i mean that you're right though that is i mean that is an interesting and good way to flush out the unari codex rather than just getting you know three characters then oh and then if you have these codexes you can take these guys too i mean it would be great if you could do kind of a little bit of each and with the arrival of those um uh, of those orcs, those cavalry orcs, like very feral, it would be kind of cool to have like their counterpoint as the undead, um, the undead space elves cavalry. I like it. I like like it. we're getting beast riders for orcs. Let's get them for another classic race. Yeah, and they're and they're right there in the, uh, you know, in the fluff. Right, the exodites were big giant or riding lizards and stuff so let's get it exactly i like it i mean look i'm not saying games workshop here this is another one you get for free enjoy (laughs) i'm not going to charge you for any of the intellectual property rights for this this is you you get another one like have fun make models make money just get get me my undead my undead dino riding space elf i like it Coming 2022. Oh, God, no. It's going to be like 2030 or something. We're not not holding my breath on this one. And GW did also send us their first uh, Warzone book. Um, Warzone carried on Act 1, the Book of Rust. So very similar to Psychic Awakening in that it gives armies some new rules to use. Um Interesting that it was uh, Nurgle, which just came out, and um, Mechanicum, which seems to be you know coming out soon, um, as, also, as well as some uh, some other Chaos factions, right? Black Legion, World Word Bears, Alpha Legion, and Chaos Knights, um, and also some Astro Militarum stuff too. So uh, it doesn't. I only looked at it briefly. Doesn't seem as game changing as the Psycho Awakening stuff was, which I think is good because I don't, you know, um, having big game changing like rules and stratagems for factions when people don't even have a codex yet would would I think kind of be a feel bad. Yeah, and I I don't I I don't think that game like game changing um, modifications to existing codexes, even if they are older codexes, I I'm not sure that's really 
like the I don't I don't think that's the path you want to go downtown. No. I've I've never seen it really give good results because it's either going to be something that is underpowered and people don't use, or it's something that's overpowered and everybody needs to buy that expansion so that they can have their their little you know their little army be super powerful and then it becomes complicated. Oh, okay, now I need to get the Dirk. I need to get the base the base rule book. I need to get the codex. I need to get the supplement. I need to get the campaign book. Like it's it's too many places to get rules. Um, I, I'd much rather I'm much rather when they do these things in in a way that's just more missions, more crusade stuff, more more map rules, more fortification rules like things that everybody can kind of use and, and benefit from and enjoy and that's the great thing about this is it does give crusade stuff for fighting in this war zone which is awesome yeah i'm 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 super down for that yeah so so typical to the to the second waiting stuff right you get uh I want your cars in here too, which but you get a couple warlord traits, some relics, and then some stratagems, um, which you have to take. They call them armies of renown in here, right? So it's a, a sort of specific units in your army that let you access those stratagems. Um, but again, luckily none of them are as ridiculous as some of the psychic awakening stuff was. Which which I'm down for. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not against them doing these things. And adding new units, but earn it. Give me a new, yeah. give me a new model. Like if you're gonna, if I'm gonna have to get that book to play the new unit, it better be a new unit and not just revised rules for something I already have. Like g- give me a new character, give me a new unit, give me a new tank. Like make it, make this worth my time. Yeah, no, no lieutenants were released with the uh, release of this this Warzone book, so that's good. <laughs> um. I like it. I look forward to seeing, you know, how they, if how far they expand these. Um, you know, we, we don't know how many X there are in this war zone, but um, it, like leading into what you said before, it would be great to see some feral orcs fighting some uh, undead exodites on in some war zone out there. Well, we know we're getting at least one of these two things, and I'm already very excited for it. <laughs> um, chances for the other one, slimmer slimmer but never know right. why not we'll get we'll get this weird planet where it's exodites versus feral orcs versus imperial guard cavalry that's all that's on there oh yeah i i you know i wouldn't hate to see the return of uh, imperial guard cavalry the rough riders yeah they it's, it's whenever someone says but that's silly like, cavalry is like Dude, we're, we're <laughs> looking 40k in general, right? Like, like it. What I really enjoy about 40k is not because it's silly or because it's serious, but because there's the entire freaking spectrum of it. Yeah, it crosses everything, right? Like mm-hmm. that being said, if you're gonna get Imperial Guard cavalry, like make it 40k cavalry. Like yeah. I love what they did with the Skateri, um Sulfur Hounds and things like that. That. That stuff is cool. It is 40k. Just having a guy on a horse with a lance, that is yeah, I, I get it. Like it's a little weird. Like but give that give that horse a little like 40k armor, give it some yeah. proper weapons, give it a good battlefield role and some 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 rules that justify why are these like super advanced future soldiers using freaking horses? Like there's a way of justifying it that kind of sands off the edges of the silliness and makes it cool. And that this, this I, I feel that's the um, 
that's the needle hole like that there that, that you need to be threading in 40k were silly things that have unsilly explanations like these orcs like patently silly the orcs riding on these quakes but they're doing it for the challenge of having like of, of using um, primitive means to take out advanced technology and that is an entirely orc thing to do yeah yeah it fits fits right in and um, yeah, I mean the the Imperial Guard the Rough Riders that was a whole over back from when like every Imperial Guard planet had a specific thing in way back from Road Trader second edition days mm-hmm. but it'll be it'll be nice to see an update which I mean they've like you said they already have the Sulfur Round so they they kind of get that aesthetic down. Yeah. Every army should be cavalry, although space marines would probably break whatever it is backs, but that's okay. Space marines have cavalry. They have they have like that's true. wolf riding speed. Oh, wolves. that's right. Thunderwolf cavalry. That is enough. Never mind. Yeah, you close do enough. Do not need more than that. <laughs> I don't know. I could, I, I could see. Uh, I'd like to see salamanders riding some fire drakes. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm not but, against that. Like um. I, know. I don't care that much for space marines, but yeah, like give me space marines on giant lizards. All right, fine. <laughs> Twist my arm. All right, so Warzone carried on. Uh, we're not. I don't think we actually have the the next codex. We're not sure. I mean, we can kind of assume it's the Devis Mechanicus, just because that's the last preview we saw. Oh, it it absolutely is. Yeah, but the thing is. Like these things are coming out at a fairly quick succession, so I have a feeling that we're. I my my theory is because we're seeing so many of these these Adeptus Sororitas models, we're getting. I think we're getting this the the Adeptus Mechanicus Codex with a single model. That's gonna be that's gonna be the the next release for 40k codexes. And on the heels of that, we're going to get the, the Sororitas one with with all these new models. That That's my theory. Makes sense. Um, yeah, so the Mechanicus one, it, it, the little blurb said, you know, you found out more in April. So that makes sense seeing that next month. And then you're, I think you're right, just with what we're seeing Sororitas after that. And then hopefully after that, get back to some Xenos action. Yeah, but... Okay, here's, here's the thing, right? Like, I don't... I, I think you need kind of a build up. Like we're, I, I feel the next Xenos one is probably going to be orcs because that's mm-hmm. the build up we're seeing now. Yeah. But I want it to be like a while away because I need to finish doing my things before it comes out. Then again, it's not because it comes out. I need to do it day of. But no. Oh, <laughs> well, and I, I mean, you oh. know, with what we're hoping to see for, I mean, because you have just craft world eldar so hope you know and tyrannis which i'd love to see i mean those are older model ranges you know those definitely need a um a, a good good revamping and um i, I want to see some tyranid uh quote-unquote characters get to redo like yeah we 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 got a preview of what looked like a pincer tail which i am like sources tell me is definitely not a tyranid thing but i mean it could be a tyranid thing it could be the red terror and that would not necessarily be a bad thing Ooh, I'd love to see um, a uh, uh, Malwok-sized Red Terror. Right? Like, or maybe even, like, maybe a bit smaller but different looking. Yeah. Like, there's 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 so many... Like, there's there's really cool options to be done with these characters, these characters that we don't see much of. And then you've got, like, again, like, can we please have an enormous Tyranid model? It's the army built for that thing. <laughs> like... I, I I mean I don't mean to point at the current um, 
the current state of movies right now, but kaijus are hot. Yeah. You yeah. know? So and giving us giving us a, a turned kaiju plastic kaiju was now can I please? Come on. Come on, Games Workshop. <laughs> Been a good boy. <laughs> I mean they could just they could throw cast demons in there as a spacer, right? There's not with all the new demons coming out or stuff coming out for Age of Sigmar, they could easily wrap that up in there. But we'll see. Well, I mean, it looks like, I think you're right. You know, I mean, we know Adeptus Mechanicus is next and then probably Sorotus after that. Uh, hopefully they, they said in this preview that we got a couple weeks ago, they said the next preview is going to be a pretty big one. Um, hopefully that doesn't just mean another giant, right? Um, but we'll, we'll find out when we get there. You know what? As much as we were like, this is going to be one big model, it was a pretty damn good. Yeah, it was an model. awesome model. <laughs> um, I, I was I was walking into that preview backwards, bitching and moaning, not very happy. This is going to be stupid. Sig- I just sig more big things. This is going to be a giant. But I mean, I it walked out cool, pretty impressed. I was yeah, ah, I, fine. It's, it's kind of cool. We'll have to see. Um... You know, they're sticking to the to the one preview a month, which is or every, you know, four to six weeks, which is great. I I definitely appreciate them doing that, um, and keeping keeping things going, right? Rather than just sort of like some other games have done, just not really doing anything for these last this last year. Yeah, I'm 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 down for these things. Um, I am disappointed that the Monday model reveal is was a temporary thing. I thought this was gonna be like the way forward. Yeah. Uh, because that that was a cool little month, like getting a model every month, every week. But it's fine. It's, it's it's okay. As long as we're getting something, that's all. That's all I need. Agreed. Guys, well, thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. Head over to Facebook. Let us know what you thought was cool in the preview. Um, how many orc riding squigs are you going to get? Or I should say, squig riding orcs are you going to get? The other way around it could be interesting, but. I'm, I, you know what? I'm open to anything right now. <laughs> Let us know what codexes you think are coming, and uh, we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhas Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.